Welcome to the Getting to Clarity podcast, the place where busy women leaders discover how to create more success in their leadership journey with less sacrifice in their life. Here's your host, Debbie Peterson of Getting to Clarity. Hey, hello and welcome. I am Debbie Peterson of Getting to Clarity, and this is another episode of the Getting to Clarity podcast, where busy women leaders and those who aspire to be come and get the tips, tools, and techniques that they need to create more success in their leadership and life with less sacrifice. And today we are talking about why it's a good idea to borrow belief from others as a woman in business. So stay tuned. You know, throughout our lives, there will be times when we don't have enough. We want a new car, but likely we don't have the funds to purchase it outright. So we take out a loan. Could be that we're buying a new house and have enough money for the down payment, but not the whole purchase amount. So we take out a mortgage. As a matter of fact, most of us usually expect to borrow when making large purchases. These are Socially acceptable practices because we see the need or the vision for what it is that we're investing in. But what about for ourselves to move forward, to play bigger, to stop hiding? Sometimes that's exactly when we need to borrow belief from others until we find it in ourselves. I remember when I graduated from college and I started my first job as a secretary. And yes, that's what we called it back then. So I'm probably dating myself. This was at a large corporation and I was literally the proverbial woman behind the man. And I was good at it. I was very comfortable with what it was that I was doing. And because of those feelings of comfort and me being good at what I did, I thought this is what I was meant to do. The shoe fit perfectly, so to speak. And that's when my boss suggested that I bid on a posted position. It was a supervisory position and a role that, oh, I never would have seen myself in. And I didn't think I was qualified. I didn't want to do it. But he had this sincere belief that I was qualified. And so I borrowed on his belief and I put my name in the hat and I got the job. And guess what? I was good at it. I discovered that this was a turning point for me in my career and a shining example of what belief can do, even when you don't have it in yourself. Sometimes we need just a little something, something extra, right, to take a step forward, which can easily be someone else's belief in us. And in writing this article and thinking about this topic, I have come to realize that I have borrowed belief from others many, many times throughout my corporate career, my business, and my life. So for example, it showed up when I left corporate to start my coaching business. It happened when I stepped on a stage and I found out that speaking was what I was meant to do, the keynoting, even as an introvert. It was when I stepped into the role of chair of the board for Athena International. And I look back on these big moves that I've made in my life and realize that I have borrowed belief from others. 
So this is a strategy. It's a tool and one that you can use to help you feel less alone in making decisions that move you forward in your leadership and life. And especially now, when you consider all of the labels being thrown about, we've got the great resignation, we've got the great retention, the she session, the great reshuffle, and I'm sure there's many others because, you know, marketers are busy people. There's a lot of movement in the labor market. And all of this movement can create uncertainty. And uncertainty requires taking risks in our decision-making. But unfortunately, we don't have or can't get all of the information that we need to be sure of our choices. And when it comes to risk, women can lag behind a bit and tend to be more risk-averse. And this is exactly the time to use this tool. Now more than ever, it's necessary to borrow on someone else's belief in you if you don't have it or if you don't have enough. So what does this strategy look like? Okay, that's it in theory, but what does it look like in practice? So here are some ideas to get you started. First, find a mentor. A mentor is when someone who is more experienced or more knowledgeable helps to guide a less experienced or less knowledgeable person. That's it. Keep it simple. It doesn't have to be time-consuming or a long-term mentoring relationship. Who do you know that has wisdom about what it is that you want to do or you want to achieve? Who's done it? Who do you admire? Whether it's a career mentor, a subject matter mentor, Uh, a group mentor, or even a specific mentoring moment. Mentoring allows you to, quote unquote, go with others while figuring out your next steps. And if mentoring is something that you are curious about, I have a new mentoring online course coming out in Q2. Just hop on over to IWantMoreClarity.com. Again, that's IWantMoreClarity.com and hop on the newsletter list and you'll be one of the first to be in the know when that course hits. Another suggestion is that you can create an advisory council or a board of directors. You know, I had a conversation with a brilliant woman this week. Uh, She works in financial services and she spoke of her advisory council. And I asked her, I said, well, what is that? And what she does is she picks women that she admires These are people that she respects and admires as business professionals, but also as people too. And these are people that she has to talk to, to brainstorm with, and plan with. And she has purposely selected them to bring her vision to life. And I love this. And it's something that I use. Uh, What I call it is very similar. I call it my board of directors. And these are people, male and female, that I trust and admire, who I consider to have very different gifts than I have and will Give me their time and advice when I need it to continue to build my keynoting and coaching business and keep serving amazing people like you. Another idea is that you can seek your own champion or cheerleader. So who is it in your life that isn't necessarily tied into your industry or business, but flat out supports you? Maybe it's close friends or family. For me, this is my husband. I think he has a little bit of an idea of what I do, but he's never seen me speak on stage. He has no idea what it's like running a speech, speaking and coaching business. And yet he is my biggest champion. He reminds me to have fun when I get too serious and too focused. And yes, that is a thing to be too focused. So who is it that can be your champion? You know, who is it that you can tap into for wisdom and advice? 
someone who has different gifts or compatible gifts? You know, who can help you move forward with your eyes open? Another thought is to get a coach. You know, we get it in our heads and we, we, we get in our heads, we hold everything in our heads and we get in our own way far too often. We recycle thoughts. We get on a treadmill or a hamster wheel of sorts of thoughts that don't support us, that limit us and our visions because we can't see beyond them. A coach is someone who can ask the questions that you need so that your own answers can percolate to the surface. Your answers. You don't need to look outside of yourself to find what you need. It's already in there. It's digging into what is covering it up. Coaching allows you to make decisions, be accountable for those decisions. It's a relationship that's designed to support you with belief and with so many other things too. So if I can support you, send me a message uh, or email me at debbie at gettingdeclarity.com and let's talk. See what that may look like. Another option for you in finding belief with others is to join a mastermind. So masterminds are powerful, powerful groups. So you've heard the phrase that many hands make for light work. You know, the theory being that when everybody pitches in, the work gets done quicker and faster. Well, in the case of a mastermind, it's many minds make for light work. And a mastermind is a group of like-minded individuals that join to be supported around a specific initiative, but also realize that it is supporting others as well. So it's kind of like the rising tide lifts all boats mentality. And masterminds are such a key element to my success that I belong to two of them. And I also run them as part of my coaching membership community and I run them for clients. This is such an easy, powerful way. And when you find the right one, it is worth every second of time that you invest in them. So I'm hoping that these ideas give you some uh, things to try. Finding a mentor, creating an advisory board or a board of directors, seeking your champion or your cheerleader, getting a coach or joining a mastermind. And I sincerely hope that you are kind of thinking differently about yourself, about your potential, because you have so much more than you think you do, and also about your influence in getting exactly what you desire. So until the next time, here is wishing you the clarity and the belief that you deserve. Be good to yourself and bye-bye for now. This episode of the Getting to Clarity podcast has been brought to you by the Clarity Community. The Clarity Community is where busy women leaders go to be supported in their leadership and life, to help be clear on their next steps, next level, or even next chapter of their professional and personal endeavors and to be supported while they're doing that. If the Clarity Coaching Community is something that sounds like it would be of interest to you, then head on over to theclaritycommunity.com and check it out. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Getting to Clarity podcast with Debbie Peterson. If you enjoyed this show, please rate and recommend it on Apple Podcasts or wherever you enjoy your podcasts. To learn more about how you can create more success with less sacrifice in your leadership and life, visit gettingtoclaritypodcast.com.